and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Do you remember the first time you heard like the term shelter in place or <laughs> lockdown? Why, yes, I can with my little finger quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I think uh, at first everybody's thinking like, okay, what is that going to actually entail? <laughs> yeah, I think I, you know, scooped up a few things and took them home thinking like, oh, I'll be mm-hmm. a week or two. <laughs> I'll be back. I, on the other hand, thought it knew it was going to be a lot longer. Yeah, it's <laughs> been about a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're still sheltering, if you will. We're still sheltering. <laughs> we're working from home. I mean, we're doing remote work. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what we wanted to talk about today is how that remote work might be affecting your culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I think is really important because you're not around each other physically every day, um, which means that you're not together eight hours a day you might be here and there with a zoom meeting which might last an hour um so is the culture still intact and is it you know starting to strain it at all um i think those are some of the questions that we need to ask ourselves yeah and um i mean i i'm curious you know what you think the the general sentiment is separate from some of the information we know that we're going to talk about but do you feel like generally business leaders and company you know executives feel like remote work is hurting their culture same helping it I guess could be an option honestly I think it depends on I guess how your culture was at the beginning Um, and it also might depend on the size of the company because the more people you have obviously there's more moving parts Mm -hmm. and not everybody's going to be the absolute perfect fit and some people might need to be monitored daily you know they're they're motivated to work but only if there is somebody who's kind of there watching them to do it but um, I think with smaller companies and right choices made um, it's kind of a test of your culture and you know if it's going great then you definitely have picked the right people Um, but yeah I I think it just really kind of depends you know I I think you know for our team I felt really good about it. It's like, I know if I send them home, they're going to work, you know, and I did not, because they care and they, they feel vested in it and things like that. Um, So I think those might be some of the factors of that. Yeah, I think you're completely right. It probably really depends on the company prior, Mm -hmm. right? Like what was already going on, right? Because it probably emphasizes whatever was already happening. Oh, absolutely. Um, If you had some concerns about certain employees, that's only become more amplified, now that they're not coming in every day yeah and if you had a tight culture everybody's probably still found ways to connect they're just Mm -hmm, different and mm -hmm. if you didn't they probably do feel disconnected so it's probably just amplified like you said amplified whatever um was already happening exactly exactly (laughs) so i think it's kind of interesting because before 2020 you know the the couple years prior we were seeing a lot more openness Mm -hmm. to at least thinking about remote positions from our clients. Like Mm -hmm. some clients would bring it up to us like, Hey, we'd be open to a remote candidate or at least be open to it. If we suggested it as, you know, maybe a way to get some very specific talent that they wanted, there was a lot more receptiveness to at least, consider it mm-hmm. nobody was like running out saying yay remote teams for everyone but <laughs> everybody kind of knew it was possible they they knew it was possible and they might they might consider it they'd think about it you know see if it would work for them and i think that 
what's interesting about it is, you know, when I think about like what, but but like let's say most companies weren't mm-hmm. right. Most oh yeah, it was still a hard sell that. for many. <laughs> and it, and it was very spotty. It would be like you know one person on one team. We're not talking like everyone working from home like right. it is now. And so when I think about like why is that, I think it all comes down to just a lot of fear mm-hmm. and, and things that, you know, tie back to trust. Right. You know, all these questions that people have rang through their head and, and you've sort of touched on, you know, if a few of them is like, it, you know, are my people working? How will I know what they're doing all day? How will I know they're doing it right? Mm-hmm. You know, doing mm-hmm. a good job, doing, doing it the way I want it. You know, what, what if, what if, what if, what right. if I try and reach them and, and they don't answer? What if this, 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 you know, all these worries right. of, you know, how it might be or what might happen, but a lot of it ties back to like, how much do you trust and empower your people? Right. And I I think it's very natural to have that, you know, gut instinct of, you know, is this going to work, you know, and can I, you know, just fully trust my team, which I think, you know, for some people that could be a bit of a challenge. Um, But now that we've kind of done it and everybody, well, actually we're not kind of doing it now that we are doing it, still doing it (laughs) and many companies are still doing fine. Um, I think it, you know, it's definitely something that works. I know for me and I don't know how it affects you. I mean, I I hate the idea of having, you know, an empty office and I, um, while, um, you know, ours is not, you know, full of beanbag chairs and foosball tables. I know many people did invest a lot in their office space to make it, uh, a cultural hub for their people to not only want to be there, but never want to leave. And now they sit empty. So that's got to be a little heartbreaking, I think from an owner standpoint though, too. That's a great point. I hadn't thought about it in that way, but it's almost like a sunk cost thing. It's like, but we spent so much on this office. We have to use it. Right. You know, as opposed (laughs) to like, do we need the office? Right. Yes or no. Which, you know, maybe you do or maybe you need some office space or a flexible space or whatever. Like not saying like no office is ever for anyone. I'm, I don't think that's the future either. But I bet there are a lot of companies who are like, but we spent so much on it. Mm-hmm. How and can it's we nice. I, love, I, mean, I love our office. I think yeah. it's, you know, it's full of bright colors and it's, you know, very peaceful. But yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's here. Nobody's <laughs> here. Yeah, that's that is a, a good point. It's almost like you just have to let go of like what you already spent, right? If if that's not your future, and everybody's going to have to figure out what their you know their future yeah. is. Yeah, and it's also a good point too to bring up. You know, you can't build a culture with things and a building. You know, in an office space, you, your culture does come from the people. Yeah, and for this sure. is where it's being tested. Yes. And I think it is, um, you know, every business is different and what the employees want is different too. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely know companies that have brought people back or allowed people to come back to the office because the employees wanted it. Like working from home is not great for everybody. It's not, you know, conducive. Some people don't don't like it. It's lonely. They don't have a good space. Right. You know, there could be too reasons. many distractions. I mean, it could be a lot of things. Yeah. So some companies have, you know, sort of allowed people to return because the people wanted to. Mm-hmm, it's not always, mm-hmm. you know, the company mandating it either. Um, but I do think there there's this quote. I know I've said it to you like a hundred times. You're probably tired of hearing it. <laughs> that I heard very early on in the whole shutdown era of if y- if your only way of managing your team is by like sitting next to them and seeing what they're doing, then you don't know what you need from them. Right. Like if, right. if you have to see them physically 24 hours a day, practically, mm-hmm. then you haven't clearly, you know, shared what you expect. Right. And, or they, 
just aren't the right person because I look at it as, you know, I'm paying this person to do a job. Therefore, they should be able to do it without me babysitting them and telling them how to operate everything. You know, it's like, well, now click here. Now click here. You know, if they don't know what they're doing, you know, why are they there? Right. Right. And if, you know. They should not just be your additional set of hands for you. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) They shouldn't need or want. Most people don't want you just hovering around. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I would say, you know, we talk to lots of people, you know, in, in lots of different roles, owners and employees and all kinds of people. And I would say most employees actually, you know, appreciate the, the flexibility and freedom working from home has given them. They don't all love, you know, maybe not having a great space or something like that, or they don't have their three monitors and their mm-hmm. best equipment and whatever, unless they drug at home, which a lot of people did, but um, they may not love everything about it, but what they really have, uh, what they like. And I think ha- uh, some people have kind of blossomed into is the, the flexibility and ownership of getting their own work done in the best way mm-hmm. they see fit, mm-hmm. you know, in the time frames and the schedule that works for them. And as long as they hit their deadlines, you know, they can be working at nine o'clock at night, whatever, like no one even knows, but um, being empowered to have that ownership mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. their work. Right. Right. Uh, because I think people already had a hard time juggling everything, you know, work in just the rest of life and to be able to have a little more control over that, I, I know people have really valued because we're starting to see that in conversations fr- with people saying, well, can I work from home a couple of days, even in the jobs that are being placed and the people that are the candidates that are coming to us. It's like, well, I, I have a nice setup now at home and I kind of like to do that for a couple of days a week if I can or be exclusively from home. Some people have had conversations with us about how do I come up full time freelancer because I don't want to go back into the office, mm-hmm. not so much for fear of getting sick, but um, just because it's worked, you know, it's like, I like this and I, I want to keep this if I can. Yeah. And that's a great point. I think to, to touch on, I think sometimes from a, you know, manager, you know, company, the man side, <laughs> um, there's a perception maybe that people want to work from home because it's, I don't know, for reasons they see as negative, it's easier and well, then they don't have commute and they can do their laundry on their lunch hour mm-hmm, and all these other mm-hmm. reasons. But when you talk to people about it, a lot of times they say, I can get so much more done because I can just really focus. Right. Like, especially it depends on what you're doing, but writing, graphic design, you know, doing development, coding, like all of these kind of things that take a lot of like concentrated brain power. Mm-hmm. People feel so much more productive and focused and can just like really get deep in their work without the interruptions of being in an office. So I think it's interesting to hear from the people, s- from like the employee side, why they want it mm-hmm. is, is a reason I think companies should be listening to because your people are saying like, I can get way more done and do better work. Right. They're not saying like, it's because I want to only work three hours and, you know, do all my household chores. <laughs> like right. That is not what they're gaining from it. And what, what they're gaining from it is like really good for your company. Mm-hmm. So it, I just think it's good to have that conversation with a person of like, why do you want to work from home? What about it is working for you? Because there might be some like really strong company benefits happening. Absolutely. And once you have a lot of those conversations too, and your um, employees are really, you know, I'm going to say excited that you're interested in how they work best and things like that. That's going to reflect back into your culture too. I mean, word is going to get out. They will talk about, I work for the best place ever because my boss lets me X, you know, and 
until you dig into that, until you see what works, um, that's the only way you're going to kind of, you know, kind of keep that culture going. But um, we've come, you know, come across some companies too that are trying to reshape their company the way it was in the before times. And it's, people are giving me a lot of pushback on that. I should say a lot, but you know, we're starting to hear people like, oh, I don't, I don't know, you know. Um, How does that reflect if you're not listening to your employees and people will leave, you know, if they're not um, perfectly happy with the arrangements? Yes, (laughs) I think that's a great point. There is, I think there will be some churn. I think some people will choose to just look elsewhere for something that fits what they now have Mm -hmm. discovered is their, you know, best way of working. Right. And, um, you know, and I think how companies handle returning to the office, which we all know is going to happen. There will be some return, whatever it is, even if it's, you know, flexible, you can work remote some and you're in the office some or whatever. You know, people will be working in offices again in some way. Right. Oh, yeah. In the future. Oh, yeah. How that is handled, I think, is going to go a long way towards culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so a lot of this does tie back to that first thing we were talking about is like the trust. Mm-hmm. Like, do you trust the person you have working for you and, and do they trust you? Like it, mm-hmm. it has to go both ways and what, what you're doing to show them that you trust them, like having the conversations you were just talking about, mm-hmm. I think, you know, really can go a long way too. just genuinely asking and wanting to hear why this is something that they want, mm-hmm. not jumping to conclusions or, you know, assumptions about why you think it is. Right. And don't think of them not being a team player because they don't want to, you know, come back five days a week or, or something like that either. You know, yeah. really listen to what their motivation is and and why they're asking to do this. Yeah, absolutely. So I did want to share um, some little statistics that we had found. Well, we love I, data. I think they're very interesting. <laughs> so uh, this was a, a survey from a, a healthcare company, but it found that basically working from home, at least for this company, right? I'm sure it's different for everyone, um, did not negatively impact their culture the way they thought it would. So 54% of the people who responded to their survey said their company culture was the same, like Mm -hmm. it hadn't changed. Which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, because they're all working from home. And then 20% actually said improved. So 74% said same (laughs) or better. Like that's, that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. And a lot of it was around uh, communication. They felt like the company had been doing a good job of communicating mm-hmm. what was going on. They felt like their the leadership supported them, which mm-hmm. I think goes back a lot to the kind of conversations you were just talking about having with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they maintained their benefits and salaries. Like they didn't have to take pay cuts. That obviously can go a long way in how people feel right, about right. their employer. Um, but the people who said it had decreased said it top two things they felt like there was poor leadership support and poor communication interesting so i mean that is i that just says think it all that really that really tells you like this is what it all ties back to and to me that ties back to ultimately trust too mm-hmm. but yeah just around communication and support and and not not just making um you know sort of across the board decisions without understanding what you're working with mm-hmm. i think is a really good mm-hmm. place to start right you know and and having those conversations with people to figure out what what has worked for them over this last it's gonna be a year and a half or two years or whatever Mm -hmm, it is by the mm -hmm. time you know we're really talking about returning to offices really having conversations about like what worked about that because something good was happening companies are all you know 
are running and growing and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some are really thriving even right. in the midst of this, but minimum they're making it through. So something about this has been working. It would yeah. be really useful to ask those questions. Yeah. And I think if anything, you know, we can view this as just kind of like the next wave of, you know, invention, if you will, because, you know, we kind of went through, you know, the stone age and the iron age and the industrial revolution and things, you know, just, there's always been like some event that has kind of really tipped the scales and something else. And, we're kind of at this stage now where we kind of had all of this stuff. Like you said, we could totally have worked remote. We could have totally done video conferencing prior to a pandemic, but it wasn't until it actually happened that people kind of embraced it. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, this is the way it's going to be going forward. You know, this, I think it feels like it's like just like a new wave that's kind of taken over um, business and just life in general. And, you know, while it, it feels like, you know, the world in some ways is very big. It's actually gotten a lot smaller based on a lot of this technology that we are now becoming very comfortable with by force. <laughs> we kind of had to do it now. Yep. Um, but I, I think going forward, this is something that we really have to understand that, you know, and in your office, you have to really think about, is this working from home thing, even if it's a couple of days a week, just going to be the norm. And we're not going to ever go back to this. Everybody's in office all the time. And granted, there are companies where in office is by far better. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say this with everyone, but I can speak definitely to the creative industry because you and I have been in it for mm-hmm. a long time. And people have always worked from home. We've always worked with contractors and freelancers and consultants and things like that that were, did not actually have a physical desk in the office. And what was great about that is you could really cherry pick some of the best of the best and um, not have to get them any real estate or equipment, which was kind of nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a great point. It's not going to look the same for every company mm-hmm. or every person. Right. But, you know, some companies very much, you know, will will need to be back in the office. And, and some have been this whole time because mm-hmm. of what they do. Right. Working from home just wasn't really a practical option. Right. So it's not... Um, it's not for everyone and it's not going to be for everyone, but figuring out where you fall on that spectrum is, exactly. is really important. We're just I talking think. more like about the traditional office space, but granted there's always people that are going to be, have to be hands on deck because that's just the, the way that the company runs. But Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, with what they do, but, but to your point, like all of this technology and you know, the ability to do this mm-hmm. all existed. Absolutely. It was being used a little. I mean, we were doing some of it, but certainly not, being used to the level it is now and it's not going back absolutely like, like that genie is not going back in the bottle 100 <laughs> percent, maybe 75 percent or something but yeah it's this i just think it's going to be the it's the catalyst that pushed everything forward faster mm-hmm. like all of this was coming but it just came like 10 years accelerated <laughs> right you know <laughs> we didn't get any chance to get really really comfortable with it but i mean yeah. but again it's been around for a while mm-hmm. you know um but we just i think got very you know comfortable with where we were at and like I said something has occurred and now we're having to try other things and you know it's it's working and in some cases it's been better like just even your comments about with the data that um, people thought their culture has improved as a result of it which I think is fantastic yeah yeah and so I guess that to me it's just you cherry pick the best parts Mm -hmm. like whatever's working about this remote situation figure out what those things are and then you know find a way to keep doing those because they're working right right and then you bring back you know maybe the things that you really need to have happen in an office or in person Mm -hmm. because maybe those aren't you know working I mean like 
we've talked about, you know, we miss uh, seeing each other. Like, oh, we, yeah. We in the future will at some point have gatherings where we all <laughs> see our team and we're all together <laughs> yeah, or meetings or something like we will ha- have some in-person time because we would like to actually see each other not through a computer screen but i'm sure we will have lots of separate work wherever you want time some mm-hmm. people might want to come to the office because they like being here some people will go to a shop coffee shop some people will work at home right on you know deep work Tuesday or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, I just, I think you, you figure out how to pick out the best parts that are working and, and are actually better for your company. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you have to figure out the ones that aren't and what, you know, is it what you did before? Or maybe it's something entirely different. It's not what you did before. And it's not what you're doing now. It's, you know, some third option. Yeah. So, I mean, I think honestly, some business owners and managers and things like that can really think about maybe how this could actually improve their culture too, you know, um, by basically telling their, the people that report to them, all right, I trust you. I trust you to do this. And um, I know you're going to do a great job. And I have, you know, you don't have to say all these words verbatim, but I have complete faith in you. Um, but showing well, that support, showing that, that support. leadership support. Yeah. That's and and about. having an understanding that, you know, suddenly, you know, somebody has, uh, you know, kids I have to homeschool or whatever. I should just even say homeschool because, not really what it is, but snow day, right. let's say, Zoom and school, <laughs> Zoom school. <laughs> and um, you're understanding, so, okay, I understand you, you got to juggle a few things, but here's what I need to get done today. I mean, they're going to definitely tell everybody, my boss is the best boss because they are so understanding and that is just going to build into your culture. Everybody's going to hear about that. And mm-hmm. they know that, you know, um, Jane or John has this issue and, but they're still, everybody's still trusting them to get the work the work done regardless of what they're having to juggle that day um like i said that is just going to make you like the best company to work for Mm -hmm. and it makes our job easy too because we're trying to place people and if we're telling people oh my god this is the best place to work for because the bosses are so awesome um people jump at that those will be easy jobs to fill for sure yes for sure i mean i do think um you know, reputation matters. And there's, you know, we all talk about how much like online reviews and all those kinds of things are so important right now. People will know the kinds of companies that offer what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's still the company they work for. And if not, they might, you know, be looking for one that does. Yeah, I am going to just throw in, we should probably talk a minute or two um, about remote work. And let's just say it's not helping our culture. (laughs) You know, are there situations where, you know, um, this could be a problem? Maybe you do have a candidate that, or a, a, I should say a, a worker that, you know, is not being really responsive or you're not getting what you want. Um, maybe we should talk a little bit about what you should do in that scenario, yeah. too. Because yeah. honestly, if you know this is happening, everybody else knows it's happening. And if um, you're not doing anything, um, then that suddenly becomes acceptable mm-hmm. for the culture. Yeah, I think you're right. So there... What popped in my head, there's really kind of two scenarios. So one scenario is, um, you know, you have people, quote unquote, working from home, but everybody knows their job can't be done from home. (laughs) So they're (laughs) actually clearly just sitting around. Mm -hmm. That can breed a lot of dissent. Yeah. You know, a lot of deadlines are missed or their Zoom um, video is never on. Yeah. (laughs) So so I think one one piece is you have to be really honest with can this job be done from home? Mm -hmm. If it can't, if the equipment you have to use is in the office, 
yet the person is working from home, everybody knows they're not doing their job. Right. So I think you have to be really honest and upfront. Like, can the job be done from home and evaluate that first of all? And if it can't, it can't. And that's just the reality. Here's the job. This is where it has to be done because yeah, we have this million dollar machine you use to do it or right. whatever. So that's one piece. And I think that's on the company. I think that's not on the person. Like that's on the company and the manager. They have to decide and assess and figure out, mm-hmm. can this be done at home? or And if it's li- literally there's no way it can, we've tried, you know, we looked all the options. Then you just have to be upfront and say, this isn't an office job, you know. Mm-hmm. I need you to be in the office. If that person can't be in the office, you're probably going to find somebody who can. Right. And it might be a conversation like, you know, um, in order for you to be more effective, we're going to need you to come in. Yeah. And here's, or, a, and here's in order for you to actually do your work. <laughs> I mean, at some point yeah. it gets to like your work can't be done. Right. Not here. Right. Like um, that's just reality. But to me, that's on the company. Yeah. And then explain to them, you know, what safety things you put in place to make sure that if they're coming in, here's the protocol because we want you to be safe. You know, yes. I think that says a lot to that person too, you know, as far as, you know, right, keeping here's, your right, culture. Absolutely. Here's everything we're doing to help keep you safe. I'm here to support you. Tell me if you are concerned, you see something that makes you uncomfortable. Somebody's not wearing their mask and they're supposed to be like whatever. Like also knowing if you see something that makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I want to know because right. that's not what we've all agreed to. I think that that's important too. Absolutely. And, and there's and there's plenty of of people who've been doing their jobs at their workplace all of this time because that's where their job has to happen. Right. You know, that's the reality. So their culture hasn't still necessarily hasn't been hurt. I think if they feel that safety and support, right. Like you right. Said. It's, it's again, th- as a, as a company, as the owner, as a manager, here's what we're doing to help you. And I think, you know, regardless of a pandemic, that's the message that it should always be. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but more so now. More heightened right now. Yeah, more <laughs> so now than anything else, you know, just that empathy, that understanding. Um, and, and honestly, again, that person might just need to be a person that needs to be in an office space. I mean, mm-hmm. those people do exist. Mm-hmm. And um, that is more the norm than anything else. So that's a little bit where that empathy kind of comes in, too. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to have a big office and it's going to be you. Um, but I know you're going to get the work done because either the equipment's here or you work better in that environment or whatever. Right. You know, whatever it takes. I mean, but, you know, be flexible, be understanding. This is your culture. And you have to make sure that everybody feels like they're a part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So the other scenario that popped in my head when you said that is more, I think, where you are going, which is maybe you have, you know, a wide group of people working from home and it's clear one or two of them are just not getting it done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reality is to me, that's the still trust. Like they have metrics or they have deadlines or they have projects that have to be done Mm -hmm. in a certain way by a certain time, whatever their work is. And, you know, they've signed up for that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they've agreed to. And if they're, I mean, really, if they're not getting their work done, if they're missing your deadlines, then you just really have to have an open conversation. Right. And and I think it's fair to just, a- you know, start not making assumptions, but just ask, like, what's going on? Right. What because are the, what you are the have roadblocks no idea. here? Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, they have three family members that have COVID and right. they didn't want to tell you and they're trying to, like, care for them and, and get their work done. And then you say you know what, maybe you could take like a week off of sick time and just take care of your family. Like don't keep trying to work. So just, I guess, not jumping to conclusions about what's going on with the person, like finding out Mm -hmm. if there's some circumstance that you don't know about first, because who knows, especially now, but always, 
always you don't necessarily know what's going on in people's lives. But beyond that, like, say they aren't, you know, dealing with some other extenuating mm-hmm. circumstance, I think you have to have a, just a really, you know, upfront conversation with what the the requirements of the job are. Right. And can they accomplish that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. can they accomplish that, period? Yes or no? And then can they accomplish it at home? Right. And it's like maybe they can accomplish it, but but they're really that person, like you said, that has to be in the office to be able to get that work done. Right. Then you set up a space for them to be safe and go in the office and do it. Right. But at the end of the day, that's they signed up for these, you know, they agreed to these things being done. And if they're not getting it done, you have to talk about it because... Because first of all, it's going to impact your business, but also, like you said, everyone else on your team knows. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's good to tap into it, too, so then everybody is aware of all the circumstances, too, because it, it's very challenging. I know, at least for me, because I like I rely on people to do things. And if I'm relying on somebody to do something and it's not getting done, I get very upset. Mm-hmm. If I am relying on somebody to do something, but I know that they're sick, if I know that their Wi-Fi is slow, if I know that they're going through a little bit of depression, if I know, you know, what those circumstances are, I don't feel as anxious as far as my part. I, you know, it's kind of like when you are trying to get an answer for something and you send someone an email and it bounces back and they're on vacation. You're like, dang it. But I know I'm not going to get an answer. Right. (laughs) I will wait till next week. Uh, Yeah. And, and to your point, like even with the rest of your team, if they know there's some circumstance going on with someone and you have a strong and supportive culture, no doubt everybody else will pitch in and help absolutely but if all they see is the that wagons will just, circle yeah <laughs> but if they just see you know that person's just missing the boat week after week and no one knows why then you get a little resentful you know mm-hmm. like i'm getting my work done why aren't you getting your work done but if they know there's a reason then everybody might say oh i can take i can take one thing i'll take one thing i'll take one thing you know we can all help for a couple weeks so you can get you know x done get yeah. through this situation so just um you know i want to be careful because you don't want to force people to share personal medical information or health situations they can keep it vague though you know like i'm dealing with some things you know there's there's a level of privacy that you don't have a right to dig into or to share with the rest of your team but i think if you can figure out like is there something temporary going on that you can help the person through Mm -hmm. versus you know is it, is it just not conducive for them to get this work done at home versus like maybe they're just not the right person for your team, period. Right. And, and this is just the thing that, sh- you know, shined the light on Right, it. that they just, you know, weren't ready to um, just kind of go that extra mile to make this work. Because you got to remember, too, like, you know, we were all basically told this is your company. Now everybody has to work from home and they're having to set up a space and they're having to making sure that their Internet is fast enough and that they have quiet time for eight hours and things like that. So you got to be a little accommodating to a certain right. point that they're making all this effort too. Right. To they didn't choose to go they home. They didn't choose to go you home. You told them to do that. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, someone told you that that had to happen too. And we, so we're all just, you know, trying to be good citizens here. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be the perfect scenario for everyone. I mean, some people yeah. can say, oh, I got that spare bedroom so I can turn that into an office. Not everybody has a spare bedroom, you right. know. So those are the little things that you kind of think about too that um, a little empathy will go a long way. A little bit of digging in will go mm-hmm. a long way. Um, just and because, yeah. you know, that, again, is going to really, really help your culture in the long run if you're, you know, appreciating people for the effort they're trying to make, for one, but knowing that, you know, they might just, they had to go out and buy a printer or they had mm-hmm. to, um, you know, turn up their, their internet 
uh, power or something like that. If they don't have to pay more for that or, or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there's some things that, you know, you have to make sure that you're being appreciative of that, of their attempts too. But there are some times too, where that person is just not that person too. Um, and I also feel like too, that people don't want to be the flat tire either. Right. So they may not be as forthcoming, um, right. with what the problems are. Just saying, they don't you know want to feel like a burden. Yeah, it's like I, you yeah. gave me this laptop to work from home, but I don't know how to set it up, you yeah. know? But and they don't want to tell you that. They don't want to tell you that. So yeah. they're, they've been struggling for the last week trying to figure out how to get their um, computer to hook up, their their work computer to hook up to their home internet, Yeah, and they have no idea how to do it. So, I mean, it's, it's simple stuff mm-hmm. like that that people will never tell you, and then you think they're not being productive. And it's, it, that's really not the case at all. They're at home being super frustrated. Yeah. And just not making assumptions, mm-hmm. I think. Like, really genuinely asking, like, what what's happening. Yeah. Especially if they were a good performer before. Yes. Because if they were a really strong person on your team and something was changed, then you just have to figure out what changed. Yeah. That goes back to our first comments, too, you know, um, as far as if your culture is really strong at the beginning, you know that when they went home that they're just going to carry that along with them right. with their laptop. <laughs> right. Um, right. But if there's people struggling before, chances are it's not going to get any better they're or it's, or it's going to stay the same. They might be struggling even more. Yeah. yeah. And I think that also like asking those questions and then trying to find creative solutions can really help. Like I know someone who has um, – several you know parents they did this a while ago when when school didn't go back to school in the fall Mm -hmm. several parents you know on their team and it just really worked better for both the company and the people all wanted to be in the office more and so what they did is took one of their big conference rooms and basically set up zoom school oh all the kids bring in their little chromebooks or laptops or whatever it is that they do zoom school on they i don't i think they got like a nanny or someone you know uh mm-hmm. like a monitor a teacher, yeah, yeah but like just an adult to be yeah. there to help them or to you know just kind of keep eye on to help them a little bit and all the kids i mean it's like a dozen kids are all in there having school and the parents can work that's but they're right there and they feel like the kids are taken care of and they're right there if they need something but they're not distracted it that's was just such a great brilliant. idea absolutely and all it took was you know the the business owner saying like okay well understand you know Kids aren't going to be going back to school. Like, how is that going to work for everybody? Mm-hmm. And people are like, I have no idea because I can't work at home with my kids. And right. I really want to be in the office, but I can't leave them at home, you know? And so people are like, we have no idea. And they came up with this plan. Yeah, what a great culture. Them just to say, okay, you know what? We're going to fix your problem, you yeah. know? Like, let's figure out how to solve this, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's I love that. just, you know, having that open conversation. And then, like, the spirit of we're going to solve this together. Mm-hmm can can really help that people don't feel like it's only the individual doesn't feel like it's only their burden to solve right and that's what people remember again that's what they talk about that's what they tell their friends about and that's what starts you know really adhering them to you you know some people are be like i will never work anywhere else because they take care of me they care about me so yeah um that's that's your culture yes absolutely Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.